Well, good morning. Merry Christmas, everyone. That was the very definition of organized chaos. And uh, we, we always wonder, how, how is that going to go? And we're like, you're never going to know. You just, you just got to do it and let it go. But it's so good to see uh, the next generation up here. You know, it's, what's interesting is when you come to the Christmas story, it, it is so familiar to us that every year I just ask the Lord, just give me something fresh. Try to, I, just want, I don't want this story, which we're so familiar with, just to become mundane. Um, you know, Christ has come, he was born in a manger and different things. And so each year, it just seems like there's a different concentration because there's so many different angles to look at this familiar story with. And so in this case as well, there's just this time I was just kind of taken by the people that surrounded the, 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 the people that came and the different responses to Jesus, both then and how that carries off into the now. How it was then and how it was now. And as I started to look at that, particularly in the book of Matthew, uh, there are, and this will be short, I'll guarantee you, so uh, <laughs> there, are, there are four groups that I began to see as I looked at this. And so as I, I named each one of them, and I don't know why I named them with E-R at the end, but I got the don't mess with mirrors, I got the love my lifers, I got the supposed to carers, and the least likelyers. And I don't know why I got the errs, I just, it just seemed to fit. So uh, work with me on this one. But let, but let me read the passage, and then I'll just look at these real quick. This comes from Matthew 2, verse 1. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who is born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. And when Herod the king heard this, he was troubled. And all Jerusalem with him. And he assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. And they told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for it is written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people. One of the first ones that I see here are the don't mess with mirrors. And that is like Herod. I mean, Herod, when, when he first hears of this king coming, it is an assault to his throne. He is insecure. He is moving around. It says he's secretly meeting with the magi. He brings the chief and the, the chief uh, scribes and the priests and different everybody with him. And he's, he's going around going, who is this king? Am I going to be overthrown? And we know that he goes off uh, later in chapter 3 when we know what he did in Bethlehem with every child that was two years or, or um, older, younger. Can you imagine? I mean, the, the carnage that came from all that. And here he is, a very insecure leader who, who when he, he's just like, don't mess with me. I have power and I'm not going to relinquish my power. And we have that today. That those who are, who are in power and those who have ruled and just say, look, the, don't, don't mess with me. Don't mess with my power. You have a second group, which I call the love my lifers. And it's interesting that when Herod here, he says, and when Herod the king heard this, he was troubled. And then I found it interesting. And all Jerusalem with him. And the text doesn't tell us why all of Jerusalem was troubled as well. But I'm like, well, why would everybody be mad at this? Why, why is everybody worried about this? Text doesn't give us, but I just imagine it's because, hey, we love our life. We, we love the world. We love the way it's going. We don't want to mess with it. And so don't come in and, and start changing things up. 
just let's just keep life going as usual. Let's just keep it comfortable. Let's just let's kind of fit what's going on. And but I don't I don't want anything new. And it's interesting that when you carry that through all through Jesus' life, these are the people in all of Jerusalem that at the end were yelling, "Crucify him! Crucify him!" It's like don't mess up with my life. I like my life. I like the way that it's going. And then it hit me about this next group. These are the supposed to carers. The first people that Herod came to were the chief priests and the scribes. And he asked them, where is Christ to be born? I mean, where else would you go, right? You'd go to the chief priests and the scribes and you'd go, you guys know, where's he going to be born? And they told him, exactly, in Bethlehem, in Judea, and they even quoted the prophet from Micah 5.2 and said, look, it's in Bethlehem in the land of Judah, by no means least of the rulers. There you go. And then you'd get nothing. I mean, wouldn't you think they would be interested in going and seeing? If this is going to be somebody who is the prophets have talked about, and they said, this is going to be your new Messiah, you'd think they'd want to go. But you get nothing. There's the one, they're the ones that are supposed to care and don't. And it's interesting that as, they, you know, as that carries through, that they're, they're at the very end going, just as long as we have our religious order, as long as we have our religious ways, then we're good. But other than that, we don't care. Here's what the prophet said. Go find them. Find somebody who cares. Which is just really odd to me. And then you get the least likeliers. And this is the Magi. And when the Magi come, it says, and now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in those days, Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying, where is he who was born king of the Jews? For we saw a star. We've come to worship him. You know, what's interesting here that these, you know, I, I hate to ruin the song, but there's the song that says, We Three Kings. These aren't kings. These are astrologers. These are sorcerers. These are Gentile, uh, you know, that represent all the nations. These are people the least likely you think would come are coming to worship. And what's interesting is then when you go to the end of Jesus' life, the people that are coming to him the most are the least likely. It's the people who have been blind, who have been broken, the people who are the outcast. It's the you know, it's the Zacchaeuses of the world. It's, it's all the people that you wouldn't think would come are the ones who are coming. And all the ones that you think would be there are on the sidelines going, we don't care. But they're the ones that are there. It's interesting, Matthew doesn't even talk about shepherds. And I think the reason is, is because from the very onset, Matthew wants you to know that this king that is coming is going to be for the nations. So first of all, all the nations, he says it's more important I tell you about the Magi because all the nations are going to be represented here from the Gentile world and everyone else. And when it comes to the end, what does Jesus say? Matthew's last words, go therefore in all the nations and baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So from the beginning of Matthew to the very end of Matthew, he says Jesus made it very clear from the beginning he is here for the nations so that you and I may come to know him. You know, the question I think for us this morning is as you look at these different people, the don't mess with mirrors, the I love my lifers, the supposed to carers, but I really don't, or the least likeliers, where do you find yourself? And are you hungry for him? And how do you make this season a little bit different so that we know that the right thing is celebrated and he becomes magnified and he becomes most important? That's what we need to emphasize so that we don't fall into the I love my lifers. And as long as Jesus can fit into my life, that's great. But anything more than that, I don't want it. He didn't come just to fit in. He came to take over. 
and to rescue us from ourselves. Let me pray. God, thank you that you did come. You being God came, humbled yourself in the form of a baby. You came on purpose, and that purpose was that you knew from the onset was that you would save us. I want to thank you this morning for not only what you've done for us now, but what you have secured for us in the future. There's so much truth in that. There's so much depth in that. And we wanted to say thank you. And as we celebrate this time of the year and we give gifts, help us to remember that the greatest gift that has ever been given has been given to us. And it's something that can't be taken away. And it's a a gift that keeps on giving and will for eternity. And we give you thanks and glory and honor. In your name we pray. And all God's people said... Amen.